Welcome to Friday Vibes. No script, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage and beyond. Feel our vibe and search for Friday Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now your hosts, me, Alex Bear with Genius Juice and Wade Yenny with Jimbo's Naturally. All right, all right. Welcome to Friday Vibes, episode six. No script, just chat. I think we're calling it Friday Vibes, foreshadowing sponsor today. Got myself, Alex Bear, Genius Juice, Wade Yenny, the man. How you doing, my friend? Doing great. How you doing? Doing good. I heard a little bit of a New York accent in there. Just a little yeah, bit. I, doing. doing what? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Excellent. Happy Friday. Right Happy Friday. Another undisclosed location I can see. This is, uh, yeah, I was going to say, this might be uh, part of the gimmick too, right? Like every week I, I'm coming from a new space, you know? No, this is not undisclosed. This is actually one of our, what we call our hotel offices here at Jimbo's HQ. Uh, so I've got uh, just a little, no background and nothing crazy going on here. Just four walls and uh, me. Yeah, the beauty of doing a LinkedIn Live, all you need is four walls, a computer. Actually, you don't even need four walls. You can do it literally yeah. anywhere, wherever you have Wi-Fi, you can do it. Yeah, I was prepared to do it outside, but the Wi-Fi wasn't strong enough. I was actually looking forward to it because it's a nice day here. So, yeah, yeah, we have the luxury of, of uh, having great weather here. You know, you're in San Diego. I'm here, Los Angeles. So, um, right. right on. So, uh, really, really cool stuff. The comments are already flowing in. I think we hit a record where we had over 140 comments on our last episode, episode five. So uh, pretty awesome. Thank you for all the love out there, for supporting us, for commenting. Keep the comments coming. Um, just want to open up and kind of reset the room. Make sure to re uh, go to uh, Apple Podcast or Spotify. You can leave reviews for us. Um, hopefully five stars. We'll, we won't be offended if you put four stars because I talk too much. Totally fine. But go for five. Do five. Five is the best. Yeah. Five. Friday, Friday. Friday. I didn't do this yet. Uh, I've got this awesome, awesome hoodie from uh, Wave Soda. Uh, and my friends at Gather Brands, Mia and Summer and Natalie came out and visited me this week and gave me this nice hoodie. So uh, props to them. Thank you. But yeah, Alex, dead on. Um, I, I don't have the list of people that, that uh, gave us the reviews last week, but we got some reviews since our, since our last podcast. I know we got some were, some were written reviews, some were uh, just ratings and, but all that helps. And actually, you know, uh, not to go off on a tangent here, but I think in a perfect world, we'd love to see us climb up whatever chart there is out there on Apple podcast. I think uh, you have it categorized as entrepreneurship, I believe. So uh, it'd be awesome to see us crack crack that rating at some point with some love from you guys. That'd be awesome. Uh, but one can dream, Alex, right? One can dream. Exactly. We have a dream. We have a dream to really just lead the podcast charts. We want to have Joe Rogan beg us to be on his show. And then when we're on his show, all we're doing is promoting Friday vibes. That's it. I'll take it. I'll take it a step further. I think we want Joe Rogan. We're going to surpass him. We want Spotify to replace Joe Rogan with us. 
Because exactly. we're more PC, we're gonna we're more PC. We'll we'll we won't offend anybody. We're just gonna go on there and talk, and you we're know, cool we won't any feathers. We'll just take the hundred million or whatever contract he has, and we'll just split it. And we'll we'll do forty forty, and then we'll give twenty back to the community. How about that? Exactly. That sounds great. Yeah, sounds yeah we'll great. invest the other twenty. We'll invest the other twenty. Exactly. We're All these great brands out there, we definitely can invest. And I think, like as far as the the bald look. You have it way better than he does. Way better, you know. Like so you could it. be the new. You could be the new Joe Rogan, you know, just the Wade. So I like it. I like it. I yeah. Think once, we, once we have all these listeners, we can create our own crypto coin as well. We can get that Bitwave going, get right. it out there, have a new currency just for LinkedIn Live. That'd be awesome yep. in the podcast world. So um, no script, just chat. We're gonna start uh, uh, broadcasting some of the comments here. And we do have a subject also for this week. We started doing this theme last week where we talk about a certain subject last week. We talked about smaller grinding brands, the struggle of not raising big capital and how to compete with the brands that are raising VC and private equity capital. And, uh, this week we got another great topic, but before I do that, just some shout outs, some people that have not commented a lot, we have we've had the usual suspects that do a lot of comments and they're all you know they're on here and they show a lot of support and love but i'm going to display some people that like you know some people i'm going back to the new york accent some people that have not been on here as much and they're commenting so let me go through that we have joseph tarnowski who's going to be a few, who's uh, with ecrm Ball of energy, dude. This guy is passion with a capital P, wears it on his sleeve. And uh, awesome dude. See his LinkedIn, um, you know, video posts. And ECRM, awesome platform to connect with buyers, brands connecting with buyers. And they have events throughout the year. And he's going to be sponsoring one of our events, one of our events, one of our podcasts coming up with a huge prize. It's, it's worth, I think, nearly $1,000. So um, Joe, shout out to you, man. Also shout out to, is it Lucy, right? The Lucy, yeah. And I was going to say, I'll piggyback on that real fast. So we talked about this a little bit in in last episode, and maybe the one before that, where, uh, you know, we're going to have some things for brands here. We've just been, you know, and we'll talk about today's sponsor, I'm sure pretty quick, but uh, there's going to be some, some episodes coming up where there'll be some prizes for brands, whether it's consulting, whether it's, uh marketing uh and with with ecrm it's going to be a show where you as a brand could win as alex said i think it's almost a thousand dollar value a a free pass to one of their upcoming shows and you'll have access to their uh plethora of buyers that will attend that show virtually and so it's it'll be a way for you free of charge to to reach out to literally hundreds of buyers and no charge to you so that's coming i, I don't I, I think that's two weeks one week? I'm not sure. Two weeks, I think. Yeah, it's coming up. Uh, I'm just looking at our little trusty Google, live Google sheet here. Uh, our Friday Vibe live Google sheet. It is 225, February 25th, sponsored by ECRM, Lucy and Joe. So, yeah. Thank you. And I was going to say with with Lucy and Joe, something else that was kind of cool. Uh, Lucy, I think when Jake was on, uh, we talked about Midday Squares and Lucy live on the show bought midday squares for the first mm -hmm. time. And she just did a post this week where she got Saw to try that. them for the first time. So this thing is what, what we're trying to do here, make it community oriented and giving back. It's working. Um, it's not just about, uh, you know, Alex or me. Uh, it's about us as a community and how we can turn each other on and, and just get the word out there, what, what, what we see and what we're doing. So uh, that was kind of a cool story this week that I saw. Yeah, it was cool when Lucy posted because, you know, it's like, 
you know, it's like someone who's never been to Disneyland before and you're really jealous they've never been to Disneyland because you're like, man, I remember my first experience. I don't even remember my first experience. I was too young. But right. when someone gets to experience something so amazing for the first time, you're like, dude, I wish I could do that again. First time. So that's the experience of Midday Squares, right? Shout out Jake, Les, and Nick, where Lucy, who bought the product during our episode, as as Wade just said, she tried the fudge, yeah, on LinkedIn, on a video for the first time. And he got to see her reaction when she tried it for the first time. And I'm like, I remember my first time, Midday Squares. It was a year and a half ago. So, all right, right so... Let's get into some other comments here before we go into our subject. Just some shout outs to people that may be on here, but don't comment a lot. Jordan Schulman of Remini Drinks. It's like a shelf-stable kombucha, I believe, right? Yeah. Happy Friday, boys. Love Jordan. He had a, a big stint at Vita Coco. So he's, a, he's my Coco homie. So Jordan, shout out. Let's see who else. Kenny, obviously, you know, he's on here from Hawaii, which is pretty early there, right? It's 5 a.m. there right now. So Ouch. yeah, he's he must be getting his coffee going from one of the prizes he won. Um, let's see, uh, Marn Stoops, from what from what little I'm reading, content here is much better, JR. Okay. So- Better, uh, better than Joe Rogan, he's saying. Oh, Joe Rogan, I'm like, JR, yeah. who's that? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I would agree with that, and we got to get this video out to Joe Rogan. And sh- we have to we have to do a podcast challenge with this Ooh. guy and be Ooh. like, who is the better podcast? Because I think we're giving a run for his freaking money, dude. And he That's also like one of those TikTok duets we can do. You know, we yeah. can do ours. You know, side by side, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we can uh, two versus one. There's no way he can win. Our power no. is just well beyond no. his. So watch out, Joe Rogan. We're coming for you. Um, so uh, what else? We can get into our subject for this week. And let me look it up here. And by the way, foreshadowing. Was foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Boom. There you go. By the way, Wade and I did not pre-coordinate what flavors we were going to bring a vibe. We both just we tuned in like yep. this. Like this. Yep. Same flavor. Immunity boost. Yep. Cayenne. Shout out. Yeah, so, that's why this works so well is because we are last week. It was you were up at you were going to bed at three and I was getting up at three this week. We've got the same shots. I mean, who knows what it's going to be next week? Next week, I'll be the same hairstyle as you. That's how it's I like it. I like yeah. so, somebody said that that you should. I think Jordan said that that you should uh, go with the exact same uh, the exact same haircut. Bald is beautiful. Bald is beautiful, man. I think I love your comment you made on, I think, episode two where we talk or it was uh, with Jake. Yeah. Talk about the different hairstyles. And you said. I won before I lost. You shaved it before you lost your hair. Exactly right. I beat it before it beat me. <laughs> and, and and Patrick's Patrick's on from my heart, you know, and he said uh, Friday vibes. We kind of played with that a little bit, right? Yeah. Friday vibes. Yeah. Friday vibes. By the way, so I, I met Jr. Simich, who is one of the co-founders of of um, of uh, Vive. I almost said Friday vibes. And I remember meeting him in 2015 when this was just an idea like just an idea. He told me about it. He's like, I met with my friend Wyatt Taubman at a cafe. Wyatt uh, lived in Hawaii where he got the idea for wellness shots at a local juice bar. And he needed that energy because he worked so hard. And, you know, six years later, seven years later, they're now probably God in the 40, 50 million zone, I would imagine with it, with this wellness shot, number one refrigerated wellness shot in the country. So JR, Wyatt, uh, Kyle, all you guys, the co-founders, big shout out. Congratulations 
on all your success. And this is our sponsor for this week. Yes. If you didn't catch that is Vive. And there's going to be. I, yep, go ahead. There it is. I was going to say, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what's coming. Uh, a vet's on here from Vive. Uh, she might be able to say if we're allowed to say what's coming. But there are some innovative things mm-hmm. coming from Vive foreshadowing. I don't know. Uh, it's coming, I want to say, in the first quarter, late first quarter, early early second quarter. But we're really excited about uh, those things. So uh, just, yeah, Vive, Vive uh, is an awesome brand, awesome people. Uh, so looking forward to seeing what we can do with their in- innovation. Absolutely. And so uh, and the prize is going to be two lucky winners, one 12 pack per winner, that's worth at least about $50 per prize. Um, you know, I got my 12 pack from them uh, just because I can, you know, they're sponsoring. I said, send me one, come on. Right. And they right. sent Kaylina, sent me one right away, literally next day or two days. I got, I got it. And I'm drinking vibe every morning, every night, pretty much. So, uh, yeah. So I think you can have these at night, right before bed, some turmeric right before bed. It's a good, that right. you sleep kind of gets you in the vibe land. All right. So our subject for this week, and this is one where Wade is an extreme ninja expert on this. And I'm like, you're like, damn, I got the hype Good. is high. The hype is high. Yeah. How to get into retail and on shelf and what are the right stores? And by the way, to reset the room, if you have any comments on this as we're talking, um, jump in, make the comments. We'll display them. I mean, this is the beauty of live. Um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify is not live, but you can visualize like it is live. Maybe it is. Who knows? Absolutely. All right. So uh, let's get into it. How to get into retail and on shelf. What are the right stores? Let's open up, Wade, with some comments on what you think is the right strategy. Goodness. Well, and I think, you know, a lot of times when I talk, I talk about conventional, you know, which was in my past and, uh, you know, our current, current, what I do now with uh, Jimbo's here, which is the, you know, we're the premier organic specialty retailer in San Diego. So ultra high end. So the, the biggest thing I always tell people to start with is just know, know your customer. Who, who are you looking to appeal to? And, you know, whether that's the retailer you want to focus on that customer or your end end consumer customer. And I think um, you have to have that focus to start with. Um, And so for example, if you're bringing me uh, the latest flavor of Coca-Cola, Jimbo's is not your customer. The people that shop at Jimbo's is not your customer. And I think so many times brands lose sight of who their customer is, whether it's that retailer or that end consumer. And that's step one is knowing who your consumer is. And that I, I think, you know, making your playbook based off of who you need to sell to. So you you talk for a second. I'm going to do my shot. You can talk on what I just said. How's that? Definitely. Yeah, we're just we're taking turns having vibe shots for those who can't see the video. Cheers. So what's really great is when you take these shots, you get so much energy, but literally you need about maybe a minute to like recover from how hot it is. Yeah. <laughs> you can see Wade's face is turning a little red, a little red here. So I, he did the same thing I did. I took a shot and took water. So while he's recovering from just the extreme power of these wellness shots. I think like the first thing you need to do is realize where your product belongs, you know, based on the price point, uh, based on the benefits, where does this product actually go? Which stores should you be uh, going after? With Genius, we learned that this product right now cannot go everywhere. It's not going to go into every Kroger, every Safeway. I think the right thing to do is focus on quality over quantity, which I've said many times on this show. 
go for the retail outlets where you know this product can sell and you also know that the customers, the consumers get it. They get it. Because the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to go to a retailer where the customer doesn't get it. And then you have to always be on sale and promotion just to get people to buy it off the shelf. I think the best partnerships are the ones where you're not on sale all the time and someone will buy your product because they see the intrinsic value in what you're offering. So as you come up with your distribution plan, you know, for the um, founders and VP of sales and and owners out there, um, just go to the stores where your product makes sense. I recommend, especially if you have a healthier for you premium item that's $3.99 and up, start with natural, like go to Jimbo's, right? Go to Jimbo's, go to Air One, go to, you know, Lazy Acres, go to all these places, start there. And you can also, I call it kind of the padded room theory. Uh, I'm not talking about someone crazy starting a business, being in a padded room. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when you're in a padded room, like going in the natural, right? If you fall, if you slip, if you make mistakes, if you have the wrong offering, the wrong formulation or whatever, wrong packaging, and you need to fix it, you're falling down in a padded room when you're in a late, when you're, when you're in a natural store versus being in a big conventional store. So anyway, big, long, long story short, it's better to make mistakes on a small format and then learn from your mistakes and revise and reiterate in natural stores and a smaller set of stores versus being in 4,000 stores and making mistakes. Cause that could be right. a for the brand. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll touch on a couple of things you said there. Uh, first, first, uh, the, the price point, per, um, that's something I talk about all the time. I talk about, you know, in this, in this environment that I live in now, uh, I don't want to introduce a product on deal. I don't want to see promos, you know, enticing people to buy at half the normal retail. We've talked about this on the podcast, I think, is, you know, I want to establish what I want you to buy the product at every day. You know, if it's if it's Vive, whatever that retail is, um, you know, I want to establish that every day. And then maybe three, four months down the road, we can come back with a, a twofer or something like that. We know Genius Juice, we want to sell you know, Alex, correct me if I'm what, 549, 599, somewhere in that neighborhood. And yep. then on promo, we can look at, okay, maybe we're two for seven or 399 or a dollar off, whatever the case is. But if I teach the consumer that the value, quote unquote, of Genius Juice is two for six or two for seven, and I haven't established that 599 that I want them to pay, uh, I'm probably going to get some some pushback when I try and sell it at five ninety nine because I've already I've already educated them that well this is worth two for seven or this is worth bogo or this is worth three ninety nine. Yep. I want to push the envelope on what I want people to buy it. I want them to get uh, you know attracted to the story, the product, uh, the health benefits, whatever it is that that product brings to the category or to their their diet, health, you know, lifestyle, whatever it is. And then we can talk about promoting it because then they say, oh, geez, genius juice. I drink that every day and I usually pay $5.99. But this week at Jimbo's plug, we're two for seven. And, <laughs> and you know, which is a great price. And you know that because you've already established the $5.49 or the $5.99. And, exactly. and, and I think that's that's so important. And if, you know, if, if, if you don't have that mentality, I mean, if you just get it on the shelf and automatically, boom, let's go with a BOGO. Let's go with a 30% promo or something like that. I think depending on the channel you're in, I think I think there's there's a lot to be said about, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's a, there's just a ton of pitfalls in the retail space in general where a lot of brands make the mistake of going too far, too wide, 
too soon and too many stores because they get tempted about, you know, oh, the huge PO that comes in, you know, for 2000 Kroger's and the PO looks great, you know, when it comes in and it looks great on your P&L, you know, or your whatever, you know, on your financials. But then the key thing is, what is the sell? Not only the sell in, but what is the sell through? How does this how does this product keep selling long term? And then, you know, as Wade mentioned, you know, being on promotion all the time changes the consumer's point of view on your product, where once if it's on promotion too much, right, let's say two for seven, two for eight, let's say three dollars or four dollars, but you should be at five ninety nine. Once it goes off promo, the product just tanks, right, because people don't want to pay the higher price. So I think, Wade, you're exactly right, like from your experience in doing this and your wisdom that you establish that price and train the consumers to expect that price. But then when it's on sale, it's like a treat. Oh, I'm going to buy three instead of one or two instead exactly. of one. That's the whole mindset with promotions is, is to increase, increase in, 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 in multiple purchases. And I think, I think that's, that's, you, you have to think about trade spend, you know, if you're, if you're a broker, if you're a brand and, and to your point, if, if you're buying on promotion um, or you're selling on promotion in your case, uh, 36, 40 weeks of the year, that's probably not going to be a very good map to success because, you know, if if you've set a target price point, but you're not selling at that target price point 70% of the time, there's probably going to be a real big issue with your financials, you know, sooner rather than later. So, exactly. yeah, it catches up with you just from just personal experience. If you're on promotion too much like we've gone into conventional and mass market where literally we're on promotion every month and a half or two months right it's just too much and and the drop off is huge when you're off promotion which can get your brand discontinued because i think the buyer like in your shoes promotions are great like it's good to have that support obviously a quarterly promotion or some maybe one deep cut promotion but i imagine wade you're looking at the data really more more importantly off promotion how does this product do organically off the shelf right right well and 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 again i preface the reason i preface uh what i said was was on what i do in this current environment i said that because kyle has a good comment here kyle's here from uh kettle and fire right my my, my screen is yeah yeah and 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 so um he's what he said is is the industry is geared towards the opposite and and that's kind of why why i said that because you know on the conventional side or a bigger environment outside of jimbo's i can take risks i've said this before i can take risks here on a brand emerging brand or something new because we're four stores solid company um so i'm going to be a little bit more forgiving if you will in this environment than i had in my past because i'm not influencing 1365 100 plus stores i'm talking about four stores um the strategy might be a little bit different if you're talking a bigger bigger location because to kyle's points a lot of buyers my peers in the industry are going to require something a little bit more significant and i i don't know i don't know that i'm always convinced that that's that's um not just to put a little bit of money in the pocket with the promotion you know if you're a buyer and if i can buy you know this sells at five dollars and i can buy it at three and maybe i'm going to come in a promo somewhere in between or Mm -hmm. is it to introduce it at a hot price but but i think the the concern going back is like if if you introduce it at a crazy hot price how do you ever get to that 
what you want to sell it at. You know, you just, you know, um, in the conventional world, we always called that, uh, we always called that cherry picking, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, if you're just coming in and buying what's on sale and, and my goal as a retailer is to people do their complete shop with us and not just come in and buy the things that are on sale. And, and I think that, that is true for pretty much any channel you're in. The last thing you want to do is only sell your sale items because as you manage your business, I manage mine and I have to think about, okay, here's, here's, here's my big picture. I want to have a, a margin for my grocery department to be X, but if I'm selling all sale items, I'm not going to get X. I'm going to get X minus. Right. So it's just the same thing with trade spend that you manage. It's, it's just the retail side. So exactly. The other thing that I think the right, what retailers do, and I've seen like Publix do this, I've seen Jimbo's do this from small to big is having in a set, right? When you go to a certain part of the store, whether it's yogurt, whether it's juices or smoothies, whether it's chips, whatever they, that just that segment, they have certain items that are on sale and certain items that are not on sale. So that like not everyone is on sale at the same time. That's also um, can be detrimental to brands where some retailers, unfortunately, they do this or maybe they miss it and they, they don't get their, their picture right, you know, in a promotional period where, you go to a store and you go to a set and there's 20 items in that set and 15 of the items are all on sale. So what ends up happening is someone's not going to buy just one item because it's on sale because everything's on sale. So all the brands basically lose money. They have the same sales because they have the same velocity as if they were not on sale because everyone's on sale. And then like, you know, and then basically everyone loses money, you know, because right. It's on, it's on discount. Um, let's get into comments here. I, I, I would be remiss. There's a bunch. And while you're pulling yeah. them up, <coughs> excuse me, real quick, I saw Ari talk about my my handy dandy stone flask. And they, they are not a sponsor, but they should be. They're local, San Diego. Uh, I actually got this, you know, and, and I don't want for a second people to think all I have is free stuff. I buy a lot of the brands that, that we sell and gear uh, that particular hydro flask from Stone uh, Renee's sister, our brother, and his wife live in Richmond, Virginia, and we were visiting them and visited the Stone Brewing in Richmond, Virginia, and I bought the flask there. So right on, uh, right yeah, on. Yeah, Our but San Diego's San Diego is the home stone in my backyard. So love it. That's a yeah. Stone IPA, right? The Stone IPAs. That's their. That was their original flagship. Yeah, it was the IPA. Well, arrogant bastard, and then IPAs, and yeah, and they've just turned into a monster brand coast to coast. Yeah. Love it. Arrogant Bastard. That's probably one of the most ballsy kick-ass beer names you could ever have. How, how could Absolutely. you not buy that? Absolutely. Um, and I think Ari, Ari Raz, the uh, CEO of, of Coconut Colt, the, uh, one of the co-founders of Once Upon a Farm, legend. Um, he has an eagle eye because I didn't even notice that. He, he just, boom, you saw he's it. Quick. He has an eye. He's, he's paying attention. Cool. He's paying attention. Thank that means they're just not listening to the wonderful tones of our voices. They're also <laughs> looking and watching the video, which is which is kind of exciting and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, yeah. They're watching every detail. If you, you know, your shoulder, if it goes like this, they'll see. If your eye twitches, they'll see it. People are very observant on on LinkedIn. So we got to be extra careful here. You know, I, I thought people that. would be mesmerized with our faces and eyes. They would be hypnotized and they wouldn't see all the details. Um, I got to make sure there's nothing weird going on in the background, like a circus clown dancing or something. You know, I got to be really careful here. I usually have in the morning I wake up, I have my my cup of tea and a, and a dancing clown in my office. I can't do that on this podcast, wow. unfortunately. All right, that got a little scary. Let's move on. So some comments here. Took that shot like a champ. 
I don't think Matt's referring to my past with uh, not Vive. So it's maybe perhaps another shot or two. But uh, thanks, Matt. <laughs> thanks, Matt. Old habits die hard. Shots beyond That's Vive, right. I, I can right. assume. Right. Uh, Jordan Shulman, the five P's. Products, people, price, promotions, placement. Bingo. Ari, like you said, jealous of Wade's stone tumbler. Michelle Davis, we talked about the padded room where you can make some mistakes um, in, the, in the early days, or if you do make mistakes, you can fall down and hit a padded room. Michelle said, I need a padded room these days. Yeah. Mm. I feel Michelle. I feel you. Being an entrepreneur is not easy. Not easy. Okay. Not for the weak at heart. Kenny Hausman, my man out in Hawaii, enjoying some midday squares. He's been our, he was our winner a couple of times. Value is not just about price. It's about what the product offers, the quality and the brand story that creates a strong connection with the consumer. You want to partner with a retailer that will be your brand in position to tell that story. You know, what's amazing is the brand that I really look up to, not only am I a big fan of the product itself, is Hue Bar, H-U Bar, the chocolate bar, where when they came on the scene, um, they started a natural, you know, about, I think, five, six years ago. And for those that don't know, it's a cacao chocolate bar with ground cacao, organic everything, um, super clean. And it was one of the first chocolate bars that was not just for dessert. It was literally like as a functional snack. Right. They came out on the scene at $5.99 for a chocolate bar, like double or triple the price of every other chocolate bar. And no matter how much pressure they were under by retailers to lower their price or cut their costs or cut the quality, they stayed true to their mission with a great quality chocolate bar that tastes amazing and, and you feel amazing and you get energy when you when you eat it and you know five six years later um they sold they sold i believe to mondelez and for hundreds of millions of dollars so they didn't skimp on quality they kept their price high obviously they went on promotion but they kept their price really fixed across all retailers nationally and you know some retailers weren't right for them you know i don't think they did super well in safeway but it doesn't matter. You know, if you don't do well in Safeway, it's not the right fit for your brand. But if you are moving tons of units in natural stores, which amounts to a lot in sales, again, it's quality over quantity. Sometimes you can do more in 50 stores in natural than you can do in 500 stores in conventional. And then you can grow your brand at the same time. So I'm sure Hugh Bar, it's at Jimbo's. It's a great product. Absolutely. We, we have bars, we have crackers. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty solid brand for us without question. Absolutely. So resetting the room, uh, no script, just chat. Uh, we have some other comments here. Make sure to jump in. Um, we're keeping these shows to probably 35, 40 minutes. Uh, we've been running over the last couple episodes for good reason, because we're awesome and we kick ass and we love to give back <laughs> to that, that part too. But we also love to give back and offer our thoughts, get the winners, You know, make sure we get exposure to the um, sponsors and everyone on the show that's making it happen. Uh, one comment that I really like from Michelle Britch is new brand should watch rebranding too soon. And I think that's a whole other topic in and of itself where brands, like I, I know the feeling, right? You're an entrepreneur. Maybe you want your sales to be higher. You're like, ah, I want to get into more stores. I want the sales to be higher. You immediately think by putting a new packaging, a new label on your product is going to fix all of your issues. And that's really kind of a, um, like a foregone conclusion, right? Like just doing a new packaging is not going to fix the equation for you. It could definitely help, but 
But I think like any brands that might be struggling a little bit, like take a look before going for repackaging or rebranding. Look at what stores you're in. Look at where you are on shelf. What's your distribution strategy? Look at, you know, what flavors, formulation, right? How does it taste? Will someone come back and buy it again? I think there's a lot more in the equation beyond just packaging, right? Packaging is kind of an easy fix, but I think there's a lot more to actually making your brand successful, right? In retail. Right. And I think one of the things you really have to watch with that is as depending on what you're talking about, um, packaging might entail a new UPC or some, you know, size changes or something like that. And that impact that has on your customer being the retailer, right? As far as um, it's not a simple, not necessarily a simple plug, plug and play. You know, you can't just, you know, switch this UPC for that UPC and assume that it's going to get swapped out. I mean, depending on the size of the retailer, the scope of the retailer, what have you, it could require numerous paperwork and or processes to take place before you get that replacement item in. So you have to think about what Alex is saying on that side. But, you know, that's what I try to bring, you know, to the to the podcast is, is to kind of give the operational retailer side what it entails for a retailer to make that switch. And so you want to make sure you have that lined up because, uh, you know, shelf space is a premium. If I don't have something on the shelf, I can't sell it. So if you're doing a flow through packaging or something like that, all that has to be communicated and set up before it can work on the back end POS system at retail. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If you do a different packaging size, like you go even from a 10 ounce to a 12 ounce or from a net weight of 2.1 ounces to 2.5 ounces, the UPC change that Wade is talking about, um, retailers hate it, to be honest. It's a pain, it's a pain in the ass. It's with, a, with an existing item, it's a pain in the ass. You got to like reset the items, get the new specs in there, the new UPC. You got to make sure the old UPC is no longer scanning. You know, you got to slot it into the system, make sure the registers are going to be able to scan it. You know, where there's always issues where maybe a new item or a new UPC doesn't work. So just watch out for that, entrepreneurs, because whenever you make changes like that, it may feel good in the moment, but it creates a ripple effect of just... It, it creates a lot of headaches down the road and also creates headaches for your sales team. They have to pitch a new item, right. new size, new UPC, new sell sheets have to go out. Uh, it, you know, brokers have to have new sell sheets. It becomes a much larger um, dedication than just making a quick flip on your UPC. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, from a marketing standpoint, is I've seen brands that have rebranded and you don't even know it's from the same company, you know. Right. That is a huge mistake. And I think like, you know, I, I kind of call out brands that have done well or maybe not done well. Um, I think there's some rebranding like we talked about Olani last week. I thought the rebranding was great. The main thing you want to do is you want to make sure that when you rebrand it, you want to have the same flavor, the same look, the same feel as what it was before, but then just improve upon it. So you want an evolution, uh, not a revolution. That's the right. way to look at it. And so you want to make sure that the old, the legacy customers that love your product will recognize your new packaging and this, and maybe they'll buy more because they realize there's more benefits from whatever the call outs on the packaging. But you also want to get new customers that have never seen your product before. And you're going to pull them in by having something on your packaging that's really trending and popular that will catch someone's eye and get them to take it off the shelf. So you want to bridge the legacy customer and not leave them behind, but also grab and cast the net to get new customers. 
Right. And, I'll, and I can't, I won't, I probably could if I thought about it long enough, but I, I won't divulge the brand, but they did a packaging change and it was pretty much night and day, like Alex was talking about versus what they had. And I, I was downstairs in the aisle and I won't say the category, um, but I was downstairs in the aisle and a customer said, Hey, I'm looking for this. And I, I pulled up the package and I said, and she looked at me, she said, that's not it. I said, no, they, they changed their package. She, mm -hmm. she, I mean, I basically got in an argument with her. I said, no, ma'am, I'm sorry. This, this is it. This is the exact product. You're, and I, honest to goodness, I opened the package for her to try. Oh, and then she just, a light bulb went off. But had I not been there and, and talked her through that, she was convinced that we no longer carried that product. You know, right. it, it was just a brand new package, a new look, a new name. And it was just, it was in the same spot that it was before, but she would have gone right past it. And she bought that item nearly every week. So yeah, you, you really want to make sure if you're doing a change like that, you, you somehow, some way you need to be able to communicate what you're doing, why you're doing it and educate your end consumer. Because uh, if you alienate them, you know, you've got an uphill battle. Uh, you're back to square one, trying to educate new consumers as well as your old ones, what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. It can really, it's a real slippery slope. Um, and, and there's been actual studies. It's kind of crazy. where like branding agencies do this, that when you change your packaging, some consumers psychologically think that you change the product inside as well, right. especially like if you make your product go from, you know, premium looking to more mainstream looking, which a lot of brands do to start breaking into like the Walmarts and the Kroger's and the Safeways. You have to remember that if it looks kind of like less natural-ish and more conventionally, um, nothing against the conventional category. It's great. You can build your brand there. You may lose that natural customer that says, oh man, it's another brand that cheapened their product just to go mainstream. Um, right. Snapple did that, right? Snapple, I thought was high quality, somewhat high quality before. And then now um, the packaging change and it just doesn't look as premium, right? Um, some, some brands also go from glass to plastic. That's also dangerous as well, because you have all these fans that love glass, even though I know it's expensive and it's, it breaks and all these things. You just got to be really thoughtful and meticulous about when you make changes to your brand, it ripples across the country to consumers. Um, so some, uh, other comments here, love this woman, Stephanie, who agree with Alex and Michelle comments and rebranding cool tips. Thank you. Uh, Patrick Sinclair of iHeart, the people want one hour episodes, give the people what they want. <laughs> right on, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you feel that way. Hopefully other people feel the same way. Uh, a couple other comments here. Uh, but, 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 we have Ari Raz, Eric and Bastard. There we go. Comment I don't know from, if he was, he, was he calling me an area? No, I'm just teasing. That's what I thought at first. I'm like, <laughs> talking about the beer or the hosts. I don't that's know. Right. That's right. I guess he left it very, very vague. So it's up to yes. us to decide. It's up to us. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, it said it was singular. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He didn't say bastards plural. So I, I think he was talking about the beverage. Yeah. Or, or me. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely not you. So Kenny Hausman. Sorry, Alex. We just care about Wade's hoodies. Just kidding, bro. <laughs> That's a really cool one too, right? Because the the brand is really cool. It's great, great product. Um, but it's you know you got the VW bug there, and uh, the surfboard is really good stuff. Love it, stuff. love it. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go into our next segment here, which is called Friday Freebies. Friday Freebies. 
All right. We have a lot of graphics going on here. StreamYard, if this company ever becomes public, like I'm investing in it, StreamYard powers our entire uh, podcast live. We can do videos. We can do photos. We actually have also background music that we can play. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, there's actually a background music theme that I picked out for Wade. Check it out. Just maybe when he enters or something. Or I like it. Entrance music, like I'm a wrestler. Got to do the devil's horns, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I can't really. If I headbang, it's not really is is it's not as impactful. They won't I don't have it here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, that like could it. be something. Like He's got to come in with spandex for episodes. You know. You know. All kidding aside, though, Alex, I was thinking we need to have like a house band or something. You know, to design some Friday. You know, some Friday vibe music, like our own theme, our own. You know, co-sponsorship with it. You know, our our. Friday vibe theme song. So yeah, exactly. Cool. If anyone's a musician out there, an entrepreneur by by day and a musician by night, write some music for us. Write the Friday vibes jingle. Let's have a contest. Submit a jingle. Yeah. The winner gets Genius Juice and some other sponsors. Send send us your ideas. We want to hear some. Jingle. I like it. Friday I like vibe. it. Making all this up on the fly. That's the beauty of live, and you can't you cannot take it back. Once we say it, it's in stone. There's no editing here. No edit. No script, just chat. All Sorry. right. So our sponsor <clears throat> for this week, I'm going to display it here also, is Vive. Shout out to the team at Vive. Shout out to Kaylina, VP of sales, uh, who offered to sponsor our show. So we're going to be uh, giving away for two lucky winners, a 12 pack to each lucky winner. So two winners total, 12 pack each of their Best-selling Immunity Boost original flavor, which has, I'm going to go back to the image, pineapple. It has ginger. It has turmeric. has a little hit of uh, cayenne pepper to uh, activate the turmeric in your bloodstream. So great freaking product. So, yep. And I've got to I've got to give the official plug here, right? It's Vive Organic is on a mission to spark the holistic wellness journey for all. They create doctor-crafted wellness shots powered by Earth's most powerful super herbs. Uh, their Immunity Boost original is powered by cold-pressed turmeric, ginger, and echinacea to boost your immune system with no added sugar or sweeteners. So powerful, you will feel it working. Um, and I can't read. Yeah, so powerful, you will. I was trying to see if there was anything else there. So powerful, you will feel it working. So great stuff. Great product. You saw uh, Alex and I do ours live earlier. So, yeah, it's, it's great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, it's powering us up, man. It's uh, it's intense in a really good way. For those that um, haven't tried their ginger single source, it will kick your ass in a really <laughs> freaking good way, man. It lights you up and like gives you yeah. so much energy. I love it. So it's awesome. All right, so uh, why don't you go first with your question? Uh, I haven't okay. thought of mine yet, but I'm gonna think. Of I've, it got I've got mine. I've um, got mine. And so, so we, we, I, I got to, You know, I'm always thinking. Um, so we, I want to preface this that if you've won in, let's just say the last two weeks, if you won in the last two weeks, let someone else win this week so that uh, we can share the love. Um, no, so Kenny just, Kenny just logged off. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone and, and blocked us. He blocked us. Yeah. Um, but uh, no. So my question is: is I mentioned. Uh, stone brewing and i mentioned that my wife's brother and his family live in what city where i got my tumbler at i don't even know that one i wasn't paying attention oh, so you weren't paying attention i'm just it's just mindless 
I was mesmerized. Stuff that comes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I said I, I purchased I purchased the tumbler when we were visiting uh, my my brother-in-law and his family. Um, and, and Stone's headquarters is here in California, in San Diego. But this Stone Brewery was, oh, I saw it. I don't know who it is. It says LinkedIn user. It says LinkedIn user. Yeah. There's no. a, well, there's one that says Richmond. It is Richmond. That's what, but it said that's what, that's the winner. That's the winner. But I need to know who that is. Yeah. Who is that? So LinkedIn user, come forward, young rogue, and reveal yourself. That's from Goodwill Hunting. So uh, tell us your name. If you don't tell us your name, then someone else is going to win, man. So tell us your name. All right. We'll go back to the comments. We, we can definitely, the good thing is it's documented. Yep. I'm trying to think of a, a good question from my side, because honestly, I didn't talk about really anything personal about me on this episode. So uh, this may be a little tough. Uh, okay. I have one. Cool. I mentioned a product that I really like and how they kept their price point high and then they sold. And it's a product that I love that tastes really good. So what is that product? Nice. Good. That was a good one. Scott Hartman. I, I was, I was, I was Scott Hartman was the winner there, Alex. That's the, they, nope. they let us know. Scott who it was. Hartman. Scott Hartman. Nice. Right. Scott Hartman, you got some vibe coming at you. 12 pack immunity boost. Awesome. Kyle Kroll. Kyle. Kyle. Get on fire. Winner. And then Jordan. Oh, wow. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh. Okay. Just yeah, a few boom. in a row. It's Kyle funny because there's kind of a delay there. It's a delay. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, here it goes. So, yeah. And yeah. and so yeah, we'll make sure we'll make sure that Kyle and uh, Kyle and Scott get that we get the information to Kayleen and her team over at Five. Uh, thanks again, it was awesome. Um, but before we log off, um, we I, we got to do our own plug again. I'll do that, but we got to talk real quickly at least because it's in your backyard. This weekend is Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. That little Super thing. Bowl is this weekend, and I'm really kind of pumped about it because I'm an Ohio guy. Everyone knows I'm from Ohio. And I'm a long-suffering Browns fan. And what's really cool about you know I, I'm I you know I'm you kind of you know the Browns are usually out of it if not the third or fourth week of the season pretty quickly thereafter. So as the season goes on and as we get further in the playoffs, I'll, I'm going to pick somebody to follow just to be there. And the story of the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, an Ohio team, and Joe Burrow is really cool. And what I love about this story, if I'm writing this story, um, and it's it's our podcast, so I can write the story. Uh, Joe Burrow. Um, won the uh, won the national championship with Louisiana State, and everybody knows I spent some time in Louisiana working for Rouse's. Shout out to Rouse's. Um, now he's playing for the Bengals uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm originally from Ohio, and the Super Bowl is in California, and I live in California now. So it's kind of like this triangle, this perfect story for me, for Joe. So I'm rooting for the Bengals this weekend, Alex. Who do you got? Well, um, I'm not an enormous sports fan, but, uh, you know, I would say, yeah, uh, L.A., L.A. Rams from yeah, L.A. All right. Born here, right. raised here. As much as I love Ohio, as much as I want to support Ohio. But if either one wins, I'm cool. But I would right. definitely prefer the L.A. Rams. But, you know, I see that. I, you know, I think, you know what I'm going to say? I see this as an opportunity to get a tea time really easily on Sunday. That's what I'm yeah. looking at. You know, I could there still watch it streaming on my phone, like in the golf cart. But the fact is, I never get tea times. It's impossible in L.A. Like everyone's just pet pandemic golfers and they're just 
more golfers than ever before in the history of the sport. And uh, I can get a tea time now because people will be at home drinking beer, watching the show, watching the game. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. I don't know. So far, the comments are still coming in, but I'm seeing more Bengals and Joe Burrow versus uh, the Rams. But we'll see. I'm sure comments will keep coming in as people watch it. Uh, we'll, and we'll have to see how we do next week. But um, so, yeah, the, the, the plug that Alex kind of gave um, and we talked about at the beginning of the show was, you know, uh, making sure you go to Apple Podcasts and give us give us uh, six stars, but I think they, they reduced it. So you give us five, give us five, good. Take five. Take and, and um, give it, if you have the time to write it, type in a review, I think that goes a long way in, in helping us promote the show. And really that's what it's about. It's trying to get the word out there. Um, the more people that we can get live, that's fantastic. But there are obviously going to be people who can't be on live who, you know, we're going to listen after the fact and, and we really want to make sure we can kind of push that out there. So um, the other thing we need to plug, Alex, is that next week is a special show. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to have a guest on and we talked about it last week. But uh, um, can we can we foreshadow or can we show that graphic? Do you have that that you can pull up? You know, I don't I don't have it right now, but we can definitely say who it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we could say I think we said last week, but just uh, yeah, we did. Uh, Adam, Adam Brown from Circle Media is going to be on that guy. next week. And and if you don't know Adam or if you haven't uh, if you haven't talked to Adam, if you're not connected with Adam, uh, his company, Circle Media, is, is doing some fantastic things with, um, you know, with with what they do as far as branding and as far as, you know, just promoting products, their, their visuals and the, the work that they do is just fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to talking with Adam again. He and I have talked, you know, offline many times, but um, just just looking forward to him being part of the show and 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 really, you know, your questions. I mean, think about that now. If you don't know Adam, if you don't know Circle with an S, Circle Media, Google that now and kind of get familiar with what they do, because I think of all the people, the brands and whatnot that are in here, um, if you come forward with some questions for Adam, I think it's it'd be really refreshing for him and for you to get some feedback from, uh, you know, with with his his vision and what he does. So, uh, yeah, Adam will be with us next week. Awesome. And that, that will be episode seven next week, Friday, February 18th. I go way back with Adam, everything that Wade said to perfection. The guy knows he knows his shit as far as social media, about creatives, about how to have engaging campaigns and creatives on TikTok, on Instagram. Um, this guy is a whiz at what he does. So make sure to tune in, ask him questions. Um, you know, these are these are guys that you want to ask questions to and get really great intel from about how to run your social media. And he knows it really well. And he has a, a great agency that's based out of uh, the great state of New York. So, yes. um, all right. So um, I guess that's it. So we are done. This is episode six of Friday Vibes. Temporarily was renamed Friday Vibes because of our sponsor, Vibe Organic. They're awesome. There There's a little go. left in the bottom of that bottle. You can there it is. I'll, I'll make sure I get it. I'll make sure I get it. Put some water in there and then shake it and, right. and then yep. get whatever's left in there. So again, thank you guys. There he is. He just, just took the rest right there live. The beauty there of life. All right, so that is it. Make sure to tune in next week. This has been Friday Vibes. No script, just chat. Take care, everyone. Bye, guys.